where four people make up a movie really fast based on a random prompt and we are brought to you by hot chocolate media i am joined by three hollywood professionals that i'm thrilled to to introduce you to we have our writer jacob who is the prayer consultant on breakthrough our director laura who is the pet groomer on the new pet cemetery movie and our producer ben who is keanu reeves beard stylist on john wick 3 welcome everybody Hello. As always, we get our prompt from the movie machine. It, it's spitting out a uh, dot matrix printer readout, and your theme of this story is an allegorical horror. The main characters are a serious cleric and an indecisive military professional. The end of the story is a party. Okay. So I think what I'd, I'd really like to do here is I want to make a supernatural horror film set during the Crusades. So have our main characters be a cleric, an actual cleric, and have our military leader be somebody who's jaded and tired of this shit. And so I think they're trying to to take this land back and they are questing to try and find the grail as was part of the uh, the process of the Crusades. But I think in that process of searching these old buildings and things, they awaken something underneath the surface. And I think the allegory there will be that this this quest in doing this is both wrong and will only bring them downfall in the grand scheme of things. So there's our allegory. But in terms of what they awaken, I, I really want it to be like spirits of those who have passed. I want them to appear more like in the form of monsters, something that can kind of like shift or change shape. And maybe we can bring in like some, you know, biblical or like Quran influence into that. I think that would be really interesting. I would love to have, you know, some graphic designers and some illustrators create some concepts that are are based on myth and legend surrounding the those two faiths, just because that would be really thematic and cool. So I've, I've written in some kind of, you know, more generic monsters, but I've left some room in terms of how they appear and how they specifically do things. I think the end of the story should be these two characters kind of like abandoning their quest and walking away from the war. So they're going to end up being like deserters and they're able to escape this and they end up having this, you know, party together and like, you know, we've we have made a moral decision and we feel great about it. We're going to have this party together, but then they are, are both killed for, for being deserters. So it's like this kind of grim end to the story in that way. And a lot of horror movies do tend to end in that sort of a way where it's like, okay, we've, we've defeated, we've escaped, but it will end up that way. And then the title for this movie is going to be Crusade colon Unearthed. All right. Sorry, let me, let me repeat that. Crusade colon unearthed all right throwback joke for you movie machine fanatics there 
So our director, Laura, you, you get the script for uh, Crusades, colon, Unearthed, delivered to you on vellum, wrapped in a scroll, written in ancient ink and quill, delivered to you by the dudes with the bad haircuts from the uh, Da Vinci Code movies. You like the script? How do you make this spooky, horror, biblical, medieval horror become a reality? First of all, I just want to say thank you for giving me a shot. I, I'm, I've never directed before. I'm so excited. I, I loved being the pet cemetery groomer. I love working with animals. I love animals. I'm not very good with people, but I'm just really excited to be here. So thank you. So I think what we're going to do, first of all, because it's an older, like since we're set back in the Crusades area, I'm thinking a black and white film. I think we really, we're talking about monsters and all that stuff. So I think it's going to be all filmed in black and white. And maybe some, some grays, but no other colors, no colors. The, the blood will be that dark, dark, dark black, and then, you know, things like that. We'll, we'll figure it out as we go along. And then, so we have a cleric and a military guy. Hmm. Well, okay. I mean, a crusader, like a Templar or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for the cleric, this this might be a controversial choice, but, oh, what is that guy? He's a tiny actor, right? And, and he was in that, that big show with the dragons and everything. Anybody, anybody know his name? Peter Dinklage. Yes, yes, yes. He's going to be the cleric. I just, I, I just feel in my gut that that's a role for him. And then for the Templar, the knight. Oh, what's that guy? He was in those movies with those kids with the special powers and he had claws on him. Oh, what is his name? What's his name again? Hugh Jackman? Yes. Yes, that one. And then the monsters. The monsters, <laughs> I think. How are we going to film the monsters? Oh, you know what? The monsters, like you said, they have to shape, shift, and everything. So we should definitely use some special effects, yes. But I'm thinking more practical effects. Like, do you guys remember those old movies? Black and white, because they're like, everybody loves black and white. That's that's such a cool thing. The old movies, like the monsters that come out of the lake and everything, like Creature from the Black Lagoon. So we want those kind of special effects. So you don't want to quite see the zipper in the back of the costume. Yeah, you, you want men in rubber suits. Yes. And I think we need a few more people and maybe, I don't know if we need a love interest, but they definitely need a dog because everybody needs a dog. So the cleric has a dog that helps him sniff out evil. Does the dog have a name? Lucky. All right. Anything else you want to add, Director, seems before very, you uh, send, seems your, very uh, appropriate for send your storyboards off to the studio? Oh, no, no, no. I think this is great. And once again, I just thank you for this opportunity. I'm so excited. All right, Ben, producer, you get storyboards and uh, some test footage mm-hmm. for uh, Crusades, colon, Unearth, right. a black and white rubber monster suit. It's Crusade, horror. colon, Unearthed. Yeah. Uh, things starring Peter Dinklage and Hugh Jackman and a dog named Luck. What breed of dog is it? Kind of like a wolf dog. Those An us- Irish wolfhound? Maybe? Yes, yes, okay. that's the one. All right, so sorry, an Irish wolfhound named Lucky, very contemporary name, but you know, I mean, priests believed in luck, right? With all practical effects shot black and white, set in the Crusades, they unearth monsters, and they get killed in a Holy Grail party at the end. Yeah. You liking this bad boy? It's going to make so, you lots of money? So here's the thing I'm looking at your notes, and certain words came out to me cleric, monsters, party. You know, this ain't a movie, this is a video game, okay? And you know what? I decided, what's this podcast called? 
the movie machine. Yeah, you know what? This is this is the game. We're making a game here, okay? Now, we don't need to throw out your stuff. We can just throw digital over your... You can still keep the same actors, everything. You know, just throw some digital stuff over it. But, you know, we're making this... And you don't even need to worry about the gameplay. I'll get, like, EA to do it or something. You just worry on the story here. We're, you're going to make this into a great world, and we're making this into a thing. So we can keep most of your stuff. But, you know, it's about hunting monsters, going on the quest and everything. We can even keep it practical effects. <laughs> I don't know how that works. You know, practical digital effects. You're filming like the old CD-ROM games that actually had cinematic cutscenes. Right, exactly. Full Um, motion video games. Yeah. Uh, The dog, we're going to have be DLC. So, you know, you don't need to worry too much about about that. Make it so he can be in it, but doesn't need to. But you're going to miss half the story if he isn't. So, you know, if you just want to. But anyway, don't worry about it. So what I really need from you guys, though, is to right now, this is written as, you know, a narrative. There's the one big quest, but we got to stretch this out. So there needs to be sort of like mini quests, uh, things that lead up to getting the grail. So like maybe, you know, you need to slay this many people or you need to go on this quest to collect things. I don't know. Just sort of ways to we can do all sorts of other crusade scenarios like uh, volcanoes. They had those in the crusades, right? I'm pretty sure volcanoes have always existed. Exactly. So I'm sure that'll be historical. And, you know, um, so justify a volcano, justify an ice castle, historical again. And, you know, just approach this as you would a movie. I'll work on the game side of things on my other podcast, which is made by Cold Vanilla Media. You should subscribe to their podcast, too, for the game machine. I don't know. You know, on your side of things, a lot of your money is going to go to the actors, get them in those suits. You got like a good 80 mil or so. And yeah, just take your story, but make it work in a game sort of storytelling structure. Uh, And don't get too attached to the dog. Writer Jacob, as the movie machine is in the corner weeping, creating loot boxes, you've now been commanded by the studio to instead of create a a narrative script, you're in charge of the story for the video game. No word on what studio will actually produce the video game, but the producer said he's working on that. So how do you make the uh, interactive horror black and white video game uh was that the crusades colon unearthed just crusade crusade colon, colon unearthed. unearthed yeah it does sound more like a video game title than a movie title i'll be honest though it's that's fine you know and that leaves it open for potential sequels as well because be crusade colon dragon reborn testicles. yeah crusade colon ancient dogma yeah. I, I don't know Crusades colon retribution. There's no S, I promise. I don't know why I've I've hell-bent myself on this, but I'm going to die on that hill. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to treat this the way that they did for Metal Gear Solid 4, where they had like 90 minutes of cutscenes throughout the game. I'm going to leave it so that you can watch just the cutscenes and you'll get about 90 minutes of of movie out of it. That, that'll that function as like a direct-to-DVD or direct-to-Blu-ray, maybe digital download movie. Or you can play the game and you can get those as part of the, the game aspect. So I'll make it good enough that it can stand alone as its own thing. You don't need the other stuff to fill in, but we'll just kind of like hint at things. A lot of these levels with like the ice castle and stuff, we're going to explain that those are like flashbacks to other military campaigns that these characters have participated in because it doesn't make so much sense in terms the of the Crusade. Crusades. I mean, I was thinking like Scandinavia. Like, oh. it could maybe be in like Germany or like, you know, Finland or something like that. Something. Yeah. So that'll work okay. I and mean, we don't have to get real specific with that. In terms of like the flow of story I'm writing, I'm expecting the gameplay to be a lot of like hack and slash. 
I don't know if you guys remember, like, the Lord of the Rings movies from the early 2000s had tie-in games that were, like, hack-and-slash adventure games where you could co-op and stuff. That's kind of, like, what I'm writing for. It doesn't have to be, like, super fancy, but it'll have good flavor and, like, there'll be some some good fun lines. And you'll have uh, a handsome Australian on your screen kicking ass and uh, a handsome little person on screen kicking ass. So it'll be a good time. I have written a crossbow for Peter Dinklage. I hope that's okay. That's fine. And how does the dog attack? No, the dog doesn't attack. The dog picks up items and it can heal you. So it's like a, a power up. It brings power ups to you. Got it. Not necessary for like the over overall flow of the game. Yeah. The game's but possibly it will... hard without the dog and almost too easy with it. Right. I also wrote in an additional skin for the, the dog uh, as a, a pre-order bonus. And it has like... It can be a corgi, right? No, the the skin, it has like uh, its own like Templar vest on. So it's like a, a special pre-order bonus. You can't get the corgi loot box. What's the fucking point? I mean, were corgis a thing in the Crusades? Were fucking ice castles and yes. Peter Dinklage a thing? No, those are in flashbacks to other uh, very real historical events. Right. So, so, director, According you're now kind of just charge of filming the cutscenes for this video game. How you feeling? Yeah, we'll put digital you over it. Yeah, you know how how how's it how how you doing? Well, I'm excited. I'm glad someone else is doing the video game part just because well i think i played a video game i think it was some sort of like pong or something i don't know i i was raised by my grandparents and everything and oh they're such nice people but we didn't get out much but anyways i'm sorry i'm, I'm happy to be with you people so yeah i'm gonna film it the same way we had planned i like the actors i like the dog now that we're doing video games Again, black and white is just perfect, so I think there needs to be a lady in here. It doesn't need to be, like, the main lady, but just we need a female. Will she be a playable character? Yes, she will be a playable character because I think women like to have women to play. I I don't don't know. Like I said, I haven't played a lot of video games, but it just seems to make sense. So I think... That's smart. The, The Lord of the Rings ones had Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli, so a trifecta is perfect. Yeah, so I think we should get... I'm so bad with names, though. Just awkwardly describe one again, and we'll, I love this game, by the way. Yeah. So oh, just... oh, it's Iron Man's girlfriend. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. Okay. She's she's just so she's so beautiful. What does her character archetype do? What is her attack? She's powers? going to be a nun that has left the nunnery and refuses because she refused to listen to the Pope. Because she wanted to be her own person. And the thing that women were all bad was just, just bothering her. You know, you know. I mean, I know what the Bible says and everything. Sure, what's but, her attack, though? Like, oh, her, her attack, attack is she's got two daggers that when sheath, it forms a cross. And then when they're not sheath, she throws them at you. Okay. Her name will be Lady Millicent. And I think we should change the dog from Lucky to Old Faithful. Because it's just, because, you know, because they're crusading, so it's a faithful dog. Can, can we give, like, a more old-fashioned name? Oh, sure, sure, sure. I have, about, I have some suggestions Golgotha. as the writer. That could be a good name for the dog. <laughs> we could use my grandpa's name. His name was Eustace. He could be Cavalry. <laughs> We're going to go with Eustace. Oh, my Pop Pops will be so happy. 
All right. So, Ben, mm-hmm. you got a third playable character called Lady Millicent, which I feel is a character of something else already, who's a battle nun with cross daggers, played by Gwyneth Paltrow in the cutscenes, voiced yep. by Gwyneth Paltrow. The dog has been uh, renamed to something, I don't Eustace, I think, which is the name of the owner of the dog, Encouraged the Cowardly Dog, but it works. You feeling good? You like these changes? You yeah. Think, so, what studio you got lined so, up to make uh, this game? So, we're real? working with Game Freak now called the Pokemon Company, because, you know, they're down the line planning on making, like, a like Pokemon real-time battle thing, but they want to test the waters here. So, you know, this isn't a Pokemon game. I don't like, let's not go crazy, you know what I mean? Like, can't have a dog in Pokemon. But we're going to put in some Pokemon elements just to see if those gameplay mechanics work. So now you can capture the monsters that they're fighting and, you know, befriend them. And, you know, it's taking elements from it. We're not throwing, like, Pokeballs or something. We're throwing... Basically, they look like the holy hand grenades. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, they're being sucked into the crucifix ball. You know what I mean? And so it's kind of like a collect the creatures or kill them sort of thing going on a whole quest about the Crusades on the Nintendo Switch. You know, I think I just the the people who are into the Crusades and the Switch are just like that. You know what I mean? I, I did a tight knit symbol. Anyway, yeah, uh, gameplay. That's good. Uh, we did have to make the graphics a bit more cutesy, but, you know, I don't think that'll cause any uh, dissonance with what's going on on the screen to have chibi anime graphics i think i think it'll work i just th- think it'll blend perfectly uh, the dog makes a lot more sense now right obviously you can name the dog now so uh, your little debate here is a little bit of a moot point uh, we'll have them as the default names though and then you can change them and yeah really that's it i named mine Aethelwolf. wolf right exactly I name mine Butts, so they can say the Butts has gained a new power. Exactly. So I think, yeah, we have a hack and slash. Oh, by the way, as a correction, you said that uh, Metal Gear Solid, uh, 90 minutes of cutscene. Uh, one cutscene in Metal Gear Solid 4 is 90 minutes, just as a correction. That game has eight hours of cutscene. I, I know I was there. Oh, God, it was so... Maybe it was six hours. Anyway, yeah, we have Hack and Slash, Monster Catcher, About the Crusades, that's black and white with anime chibi graphics, DLC dog. So I think that this is good. And we're going to put this out the door. All right. So I'm going to bring this over to the movie machine, who sounds really confused right now. And when I pull the lever, it makes the Nintendo Switch load up sound. And while it slightly weeps, and uh, Todd from Bethesda is over there eavesdropping to try and rip off our ideas, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Get out of here, Todd. As a Switch owner, I would play the fuck out of this game. <laughs> like, it was feeling very much like a shitty hack and slash Assassin's Creed clone, and I wanted nothing to do it. So I that, didn't say there were any stealth yeah. elements. Well, but just, but just hack and slash. Just, just the, the awkward story and historical elements and everything's kind of loot boxed up and everything. Like, that felt very Ubisoft. No. No loot boxes um, in Assassin's yeah. Creed. Or at least it's rushed rush to completion with full of glitches. You know, but now that it's a Switch, and you know Nintendo won't release anything until it's polished, you know, like the glitches are at a minimal and all. Like, this actually does really well. It's a contender for one of the games of the year for Switch. A lot of people like it. You do get a... uh, Brian David Gilbert of Polygon does a 32-minute video about the history of the dog and the dog breeds in the game and everything, and does another video of the different types of knives that the Battle Nun uses. And they're both better than the source material because it's Brian David Gilbert and he's a well-coiffed-haired magician of love. <laughs> and 
So with that being said, game makes a lot of money. It becomes a kind of a cultural touchstone for about two years, and then it's forgotten. But you know, most video games are. Uh, but sequels are made. You know, like you said, Crusade, Colon, whatever. Like, there's a whole bunch of them now. So it's the next great video game franchise created by Nintendo and the Pokemon Company, and you all are responsible for it. So, so congratulations. Out of curiosity, is anyone in the mass media say Colon? Or did, did, were we not able to push them to get them to say it? It works pretty well. At least the young kids like it. They, they've adapted it. They're you know they're 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 yeeting all over it. So it's all good. So that being said, you got two two minutes of time travel magic. You can revel in your creating the next great video game franchise and a cultural touchstone, or you can uh, completely say no. I don't want that to be my legacy. So starting with our writer. Yeah, and I'm I'm all about this. I'm working on the next one in the series, which is Crusade Colon Wastelands. Where we're sticking with you know hiring the the big budget names. Got the. Um, oh, what's his name? He's uh, the the island man who talks to a ball. Oh yeah, I like him. He was in the movie with Mail too, I think. Right? Yeah, he's the oh and, Tom Hanks. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I just something infectious from the director. Just I, I don't know. I, I can't can't think of names anymore. So yeah, no, he's he's great, and uh, the the story's coming along pretty well. It's it's pretty cool. There's this whole thing with like trying to cross uh, a desert and this little group of crusaders who are trying to survive based on a true story uh, which has been altered several times since i looked at it last on wikipedia so i may have to update a few things you know on wikipedia not in the game right right yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah no I'm, I'm happy with this i'm just glad i get to keep writing these stories director uh, you're at the center of the next great video game franchise. You feeling good? I am. I'm really excited. Despite the fact that Pop Pops told me video games was for the devil, I really think this is going to be great. And I decided I would buy a little farm and get like about 50 dogs and cats. And then I'm going to write a book all about meeting new people with my money because I'm very excited. And then, of course, play video games because I started playing and I, I haven't really eaten or slept or anything. But there's, these things are fun. Do you have a favorite other than the one you made yourself? Oh, oh, and I like... you can describe it poorly if you want. We can try and guess it. I like that one. Oh, it's... It's it's like a baby dragon or something. Spyro. Yeah, but then, then there's this other one with this, this yellow circle that eats all these dots. Pac-Man. Yes, that's my absolute favorite one. I could just play that for hours and hours and hours and... Oh, thank you again. Fun fact, he was originally called Puckman, and when the first, uh, this is true, arcades came over, Americans would scratch out part of the P, so the arcade name would say Fuckman well, instead, so that's why they changed it to well, Pac-Man. Actually, I mean, well, it was more they knew that people would do that. Like, they yeah. never released it like that, but they just like, yeah, that's going to happen. But that's just a fun fact, and sorry if that hurt your son, drug eat, guy who eats pills in a dark room and kills ghosts video game. Ben, how you feeling? Like you, you, you were the one who pivoted this into a video game, yeah, and turned it from mediocre genre film into a cultural touchstone. You oh yeah, good? well, I mean, I'm just going all around Hollywood and just like going to the movies that they're making, just like just make it a game. Like I've gone to James Cameron and like 
releasing Avatar sequels, you should have done that like five years. Make it a game, you know? You ride on the dinosaur guy. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Have some ponytail sex. You'll right. Like it. And then he told me to get out of his mansion. Um, so that didn't But end, but, but first he told you how he makes the most realistic looking water. Right, right exactly. And well, then I showed him just a And can- also that it's really about the character. Well, uh, well, then I showed him just a can of LaCroix and was like, oh, this is pretty realistic. And then he... I almost got shot, so I'm not going to do that again. But, but um, with a harpoon gun, because he knows more about water than anyone else. Yeah, you know, and it's like people used to make fun of video game movies, and they still do. But now, what about movie video games? You know what I'm saying? I did find out, by the way, that uh, you can't just smear digital all over a movie and make it a game. So people who made this game didn't tell me that. Uh, so I'm sorry for misspeaking earlier. But anyway, yeah, no, I'm... Yeah, just going around, just making movies into games. Like, uh, what's the movie, you know, with the, you know, it stars like a rich white guy, like in real life? Annie? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's been, a, that's a new game uh, with Ubisoft. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Ubisoft making Annie <laughs> is it called Annie colon Hard Knock Life? <laughs> uh, so uh, the thing is, Nintendo actually tried to make a patent on pronouncing colon like that in video games. So we got the market cornered on that. Um, it turns out that not many other video games were clamoring to say colon. Go figure. But um, yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. That's all we got for an impromptu episode of the Video Game Machine. I want to thank our uh, our video game producers and storyboard artists and everything for joining us and making such a fun video game. Hope to see more of their work down the future. But as always, we end our episode with a quote from our patron saint, Jaden Smith. Big vision drip. We going tazy in 2019. Thank you, everyone. This has been Hot Shot Oh, what's that guy? He was in those movies with those kids with the special powers and he had claws on him. Oh, what is his name? What's his name again? Hugh Jackman? Yes. Yes, that one. Yes, he's going to be the Crusader. Oh, see, see, I can just feel this coming together. <laughs> the special kids of the teacher with the claws. This is the, this is the best shitty way to describe X-Men ever. It's like, there's some special kids and one of their teachers has claws. Oh, X-Men. No, that's amazing. Anyway, I'll give you some more time on the clock. I just thank you for that gift. That's one of, one of the say. teachers makes uh, frog jokes. <laughs> 